very nice to see you all on what has turned out to be a, a relatively nice day, hasn't it? We got there in the end, we got there. Now, who knows what we've been exploring for the past few weeks? I'm sure you all do. We've been exploring our vision, haven't we? Our vision as Top Church. So we've spent a few weeks looking at our vision, which is to be a thriving Anglican church that blesses its community and is a resource to other churches. And we've spent the last few weeks unpacking that. And did you know that you can still catch up with that on SoundCloud? So you can listen to us as you're doing your washing up or as you're wandering around, whatever it is. You can have a little listen to this. So that's nice, isn't it? Just what you want, absolutely. Um, But today we are moving on to looking at our values. And of course these are things that we value as a church and as a community. But more than that, our values are about how we fulfill our vision. So these are really, really important things. And actually our, our values are printed on the side of the old pulpit just over there in that corner. So you can get spoilers on there about what we're going to talk about for the next few weeks. But the first one, the first value that we have as Top Church is worship. And you're thinking, well, that's obvious because we're a church. Obviously, we value worship. And you are right. Of course, it's obvious that we value worship. But is it always obvious what we mean by worship? Suze doesn't think it is. Suze does not think it is. And I agree, actually, Suze, for what it's worth. Um, And I wonder what pops into your head when we first start talking about worship. What is it that you think of? Well, for me, my first port of call is always to think about singing. It's always like worship. Oh, well, that means singing, doesn't it? Doesn't it, Chris? That's what we've been doing. That's worship. Absolutely. It's part part of it. There you go. He's studying for ordination. Can you tell? He knows the answers. He knows the answers. Um, And I think many of us, actually, are from a different church background. We're not all from the Church of England long term, but we're from many different church backgrounds here. And I am as well. So I think so many of us, our first port of call when we think of worship is to think of singing. I'm from the type of church growing up where uh, we used to sing for a good 40 minutes before we did anything else in church. And it was like that was expected it, we would meet God in the singing. We would meet God in the sung worship. And that's how it was. And that's, that's okay. That's okay. I grew up in the Pentecostal church, and that's very much what it was like. I remember, I remember one Sunday I stood there, and I actually counted the amount of people um, that were up in the band. And there were 17. <laughs> I thought, gosh, that's a lot. <laughs> and then we come here, and there's two or three. Lovely, lovely. Um, but the thing is, if we're not careful that can very much become like a performance. And not just for the people that are, are, I almost said performing then, you're not performing, not just for the people that are leading sung worship, but for us as well in the congregation. It becomes like this performance, doesn't it? Because it's like, who's the most engaged? Who's waving their arms around the most? Who looks like they're most engaged in this sung worship? Who looks like they're receiving from God? And it's like some of us can go away disappointed if we didn't feel anything because that's what it sort of becomes about. It becomes about an experience. It becomes about, um, oh, I, I, really, I really felt God today. And it's like it becomes this dangerous thing because actually I don't think worship is about what we receive. I think worship is about what we give. I think worship is about giving to God. It's about recognizing God for who he is. And when I started ordination training, this is an interesting little thing, I I hadn't been in the Church of England that long. When I started it, uh, on my first day, they said to me, 
we're going to assess you on your preaching. And I thought, not a fan of that. Some of them I had to film. It was very cringeworthy. Um, but that's fine. They're all on YouTube now, so whatever. <laughs> um, and I thought, okay, assess away. And then they said, we're going to assess you on your worship leading. And coming from my background, that very much meant doing what Chris has just been doing for us today. And I thought, well, I cannot do that. I thought, that, that's going to be awful. But they didn't mean that, did they? Of course they didn't. Because worship doesn't just mean sung worship. Worship is so much broader. And what they meant when they said that they would assess my worship leading is that they would assess how I lead a service. It's very different, isn't it, when you suddenly go, oh, worship isn't just singing. That's really interesting. Actually, worshipping is about recognising God as God. And if God really is God, if God is as wonderful as we proclaim he is when we do sing, then surely worship's got to be much broader than just singing. Because if God is so creative to create all of us here, and look how different we are, then it's got to be more than just singing. God isn't that narrow. I think singing is part of it. Sung worship is wonderful, and we can have uh, just a great time singing together, to be honest. But I think there's got to be more to it. And some of us, do you know what? Some of us don't actually like singing. Not allowed to say that, are we? But some of us don't. I do. So what is it that leads us to recognize God as God? What is it that leads us to that place where we suddenly see who God is? Well, I think Suze McGee has some words to share with us, actually. Um, So Suze is going to do a reading for us, and then I'm going to unpack that a little bit. So, Suze. Oh, you need a microphone as well, Suze. A reading from Luke. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And when he was at the table with them, he took bread. He gave thanks, broke it and began to give it to them. And then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us? While he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us, and they got up and returned at once to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven, and those with them assembled together, and saying, it is true The Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. Thanks, Suze. Now, there were some wise words from Suze there, weren't they? There are three, well, sort of two and a half to three themes that I just want to pull out of there really quickly. Only 15 minutes on each. That's a joke. It's a classic preacher's joke. Um, but they are firstly word secondly table and sort of thirdly community because table and community are very very closely linked so I'm just going to unpack those for us really quickly now the first one word did you hear in that reading that the disciples said 
Weren't our hearts burning within us when he opened the scriptures to us? That's what they say. They said it's, it's just after they've been walking from Jerusalem, they're walking to Emmaus, um, and they believe that Jesus is dead. They don't know that Jesus has been resurrected. And actually it's Jesus that's walking with these two disciples along the road. And Jesus starts to unpack the scriptures with them. It's a very, very powerful um, part of the Bible for me. It's, it personally speaks to me quite a lot. Um, so that's why I picked it. Um, And I think that there's just something so profound in there that it says that their hearts were burning within them as he opened the scriptures. And it's so wonderful because something within them recognizes God. And that's what happens when we start to open the scriptures together, when we start to grapple with God's word, our hearts burn within us. We start recognizing something of God that maybe we hadn't seen before. We start to recognize that God is in there. And it becomes not just an intellectual exercise, which I think sometimes we think of it as, and it's not just something we should do, but actually we start to see something new of God there that we hadn't maybe seen before. This is a place where God is revealed, and that leads us to true worship. I don't know if you've ever read a passage and just gone, wow. Like the Road to Emmaus story, that is one of those passages for me. I've, I did two dissertations on it, in fact. I love it that much. I just, for me, that is like, wow, because suddenly there's something of Jesus truly revealed in this, and it's incredible. I kind of had a love-hate relationship with my training and with my degree, so I spent five years studying theology. But one of the things that I truly loved was being able to just dig deeper into the Word of God and learn so much And the more I learned, the bigger God got, the bigger his love became, the bigger his grace became. And I I can't claim to understand it, but I think it's so incredible that the more I searched, the bigger it got. And it is just so amazing. And so we find God within the word. The second one is table, because it's at the table with Jesus that they suddenly see it's him. They truly just have that moment and go, it's Jesus. They hadn't noticed before. They hadn't seen who it was. But in the breaking of bread, somehow there's this point of recognition. Up until that point, they didn't see him at all. But you see, something happens when we share communion together, when we share at the table together, when we have meals with one another. Something special happens and Jesus is revealed in those places. And that's why, for me, this is such a powerful passage. Because, for me, the table has to be open to everyone. Because if this is where Jesus is revealed, then this has to be open to everyone. Everybody can come to this table and meet with Jesus. And that's an incredible thing. And the the 2.5 slash third point is community. And I just think it's so interesting to note, actually, that in this story, it's not a one-on-one encounter. There's two people with Jesus. And this is the start of community. I think so often we think of worship as just between me and God. It's just between me and God. There's nobody else involved. But actually, worship is about us and God. It's about a community of people coming together There's something that's really important in that. 
in that we walk with each other through our lives. We share each other's pain. We share each other's joy. We share a ridiculous sense of humor, some of us. We share in so much together. And then we come to God together. We recognize God together and we become part of God's story as well. And we have those moments together where we recognize Jesus. And that's why since since we've been here at Top Church, we've been talking about building a bigger table and not just a bigger band. I mean, we've very literally got this bigger table that Shane did build, in fact, and beautiful it is. But that is such an important value to us that we invite people to the table, to God's table, that we create community here because this is where Jesus is revealed. Jesus is truly revealed in each other, in community, and when we come to this table together and share our lives. So that's what we're talking about when we talk about worship. We're talking about all of it. We're talking about how we can see that God is revealed to us and how we can respond. So I'm going to pray, and then Chris and the band are going to lead us in another couple of songs. So God, we thank you so much for your word to us. We thank you for how you are revealed in it. We thank you that we can recognize you when we come together to read. And God, we thank you for the gift of your table. We thank you for how you are revealed here to us. And we pray that you would help us to enter into worship as we recognize you through these things today. In your name we pray. Amen.